You're listening to SBS News. The view Nguyen, having the chronic inflammatory condition lupus, has been debilitating. Diagnosed at the age of nine, she's lived with it now for 30 years and it's had a huge impact on her life. It was 1995, so back then it wasn't very well known. So the very first symptoms I had gotten were like um, aching joints and swollen joints. So I went off to the GP and very luckily I think he must have been reading up on it and just said, I'll maybe go do these blood tests. And it turned out that I had lupus. When I was about 22, I actually had a stroke, which was kind of caused by the lupus. So about a year later, after being in hospital, it took me to get out, um, I was got diagnosed with epilepsy as well. So after that, I was kind of told you can't really work because stress will activate the epilepsy and have seizures. Like other autoimmune diseases, there's no cure. To manage the symptoms, patients use lifestyle interventions and take regular medications with potential toxic side effects. The condition is estimated to affect 1% of Australians. That's 25,000 people, with higher prevalence among women in their childbearing years and those who are Indigenous Australian, Polynesian or of Southeast Asian descent. It presents differently in individuals, producing antibodies in the immune system that attack multiple organs in the body, from skin and joints to the kidneys, heart and brain. For women in their 20s and 30s, it confers a 1 in 10 chance of dying before the age of 40. For Miss Nguyen, her lived experience with the disease led her to establish a patient support group, Lupus Victoria, to help people navigate the ups and downs. With lupus, it's very unusual to have some symptoms. So sometimes people come on and ask, is this unusual? Is this how this is supposed to be? What creams can you use for my itchiness or something like that? So everyone just comes in, gives their 10 cents input to say, you know, um, you, know, you should do this, you should read books, you should exercise, you should try this ointment, just things like that. I think with the group, because lupus is still very unknown now, sometimes family of newly diagnosed patients still don't understand. So at least they come in there and they're able to talk to people that know what's going on and it really helps them that way. Now researchers at Monash University have progressed a six-year project that could lead to the development of the first long-term treatment option for lupus patients. The research is two years away from clinical trials. Project lead Associate Professor Joshua Uwe says the team of 22 researchers were able to target a specific human cell in lupus patients and reprogram it using protective molecules from healthy people. These patients have T-cells that are that target themselves and we engineer these regulatory T-cells that stop these T-cells from doing that. Patients with these autoimmune diseases, they're lacking this particular gene of the receptor so what we do is we take these cells out, reset them, put that, put the right receptors on them, and then basically fix the immune system. So we give the immune system a reset to, like a software upgrade, to, to get everything working properly again. The team were able to use the resource of the Australian Lupus Registry and Biobank, established at Monash University in 2012, to test the idea. The method was developed using patient cells and test tubes, and then tested in preclinical models using mice. Associate Professor Uwe says the next stage is to see how it performs in a clinical trial of between 10 and 20 Australian patients. Proof will happen when we actually do the clinical trial. I mean, uh, as a scientist myself for nearly 20 years, I think uh, we get very excited about things that happen in the test tube or in models of disease, but proving it in an actual patient would be the key a bit of results that will convince me and everybody else that it actually works. 
He says the targeted nature of the intervention has minimised the side effects and it will be something closely watched in the clinical trial. They have to take regular medication, whereas these cells that we put in the body, they actually live in the body for at least a few years. So we hope it's going to be a much better, safer, um, easier treatment to take. We're only modifying the genes in a very small subset of cells. It's not changing your whole genome. You can't pass it on to your children. And once these cells do what they're supposed to do in the body, there's no... There's nothing to suggest that it would cause anything harmful. Plus, the cells that we are engineering, they are anti-inflammatory, so they're unlikely to cause any sort of like bad side effects. The work has been published in peer-reviewed journal Nature Communications. Study co-author Peter Eggenhausen says there's real potential for the method to be adapted to treat up to 100 other autoimmune diseases, including diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis and multiple sclerosis. This new pipeline that we've uncovered to find these protective molecules can then be used to target each disease, to find a receptor against each disease and put it on your cells to restore that balance in the immune system that is lacking in these patients. We're currently in development in earlier stages for other autoimmune diseases, looking for protective molecules to target these diseases, such as type 1 diabetes, and also inflammatory bowel disease. Professor Fabian Mackay at the QIMR Berghofer Medical Research Institute was not involved in the study. She says the clinical trial results will need to further validate the approach, but the testing of specific patient cells in the study is significant and a much better solution than the impact of current treatments that destroy both bad and good cells in the immune system. I think it's very exciting. It's actually a very good study. And I'll tell you why, because you have to go back to what the treatments are like currently for the treatments of lupus. And those treatments, I always call them very blunt instruments. They are meant to suppress inflammation, but they do it in a, in a very undiscriminated way. So they're really immunocompromised patients. They, they just shut down the immune system. And we've seen with COVID that it's very important to have an immune system working on the side. What this study is doing is something really interesting. It's actually trying to be a bit more surgical in the way we suppress the dangerous immune cells that are driving the disease. For Ms Newen, she says it's encouraging to see progress towards a potential long-term treatment that could substantially improve quality of life. That could help anyone because at the moment so many people are struggling to really live independently. Like We all need carers around us and a lot of the people in the group are like older generations that are living by themselves or just with a partner. Whereas people like someone like me, I mean, I'm still living at home by myself, but if this could help people like myself get more independent and get out of the house by myself, then hope, hopefully this treatment works. Biwa Kwan, SBS News.